hello everyone it's a new day we are getting closer to the end of the month how are you doing how's your week going we just started exams so things has been quite hectic for me and all of that i think i have a bit of time to you know record this podcast it's, it's very important it's part of my schedule and i have to do it i can't be slacking off so i thank god for keeping us alive and bringing us all here today thank god for helping me honestly i've been so occupied and i really had to find time because i can't i have to be consistent consistency is key in everything that you are doing especially when it comes to your relationship with god especially when it comes to things of the work god has put in your hands so you have to learn to be consistent because the moment you start saying giving excuses or you moment you start slacking off it becomes a problem so i thank god i'm trying my best um so we are actually getting to the end of the month tomorrow is going to be the end of the month um how did this month go for you how did february go i hope we are all still participating fully in this season of length or my catholic friends and for those who joined i hope we're still praying and i hope we're still fasting i pray that god helps us and gives us strength so before we begin um let's pray father in heaven i thank you i thank you for the gift of life thank you for the gift of um protection your provisions everything you do thank you because you are a good god thank you for this life you've given to us thank you because without you we are nothing because you've given you've made us who we are today lord may your name be highly exalted now and forever amen father as i um begin to speak your word i pray that i don't just speak on my own accord i speak based on what you have told me to do i let your spirit take over let your spirit take over this episode that even the hearts and the ears that are listening that oh lord that you they will be touched by your word in the mighty name of jesus amen so i am judy I am the host, and this is Graceful Truth Podcast for those who are new here. So today, we're going to be talking about my identity. Where is your identity? What is your identity? We're going to be talking about identity in Christ. So, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you get questioned a lot, get the question a lot or maybe you ask yourself what do i identify as how do people even identify me people around me what do they identify me as before we continue let's state what identity means identity is a combination of your physical and behavioral traits that define who you are identity defines who you are What's your identity? What do people around you say about you? How are you identified? How do they identify you? As a person, 
we can be identified in so many ways it could be by our names it could be our height our heights the shape of our eyes or even our nose or our mouth you know sometimes when you see somebody and then you go out and somebody asks you oh did you see this person that kind of thing do you know about this person the first thing you'd be like oh is the physical traits you first talk about you'd be like oh is the person is it a tall person is this person um chubby does this person have the shape of eyes and be like yeah 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 that's how we identify people that's how you identify people in this day and age these are things that makes us easily but uniquely recognized by others Aside our physical traits aside all of these means of identification how else can you be identified how else can people talk about you when people want to ask about you and someone is responding how else can that person you know describe you in our world today there are two kingdoms we all know that um we all know the two kingdoms we know that there is the kingdom of god and then the kingdom of the devil that's light and darkness the kingdom of god which is light heaven and then the kingdom of the, the devil which is darkness and which is hell you can never be on the fence you cannot be in the middle it's either you're here or you're there so when you begin to ask yourself when you begin to see or when you begin to identify with christ then you belong to his kingdom but the moment you start doing the things of the world the moment you start identifying with other things that is not christ that is not your source that's not your life that does not give you purpose that's when you start falling short of his kingdom you start becoming um citizens of the kingdom of the devil citizens of darkness so what do you do you have to as christians you have to um get your tickets get that citizenship the same way you want to belong to a country the same way you go and you you um you say you you know each country has its own terms and conditions before you can be a citizen of that country it's the same way before you can be a citizen of god's kingdom before you can be one of those children of light those who ident who call themselves um children of god identifying with christ you have to there are certain things you have to do there are certain things that you have to let go of certain characters in romans 8 it says if you live by the what human nature tells you to do you have your minds controlled by what human nature wants but if you live by what the spirit tells you to do then you are controlled by the spirit which results to peace and life when you talk about human nature human nature if you keep following what your flesh wants what your flesh wants then you will fall into sin you will fall short of your kingdom because sometimes what the flesh wants is not what the spirit wants of you so you have to be able to overcome the desires of the flesh in order to to get that card to get that citizenship card of god's kingdom because you cannot keep satisfying the flesh you cannot keep satisfying the flesh and denying christ because once you begin to satisfy the flesh you begin to deny christ there are certain things that the flesh wants from you but the spirit disagrees with so it is important that we let the holy spirit guide our life once you begin to identify with christ you have to let you 
You have to let the Spirit of God take charge of you. Even when you choose, when you say you want to be, you want to identify as Christ, then you have to begin to let go of the desires of the flesh. Sometimes we need to sit down and, you know, reevaluate our lives, you know, ask ourselves certain questions, those questions which maybe you're avoiding or, you know, there are certain questions when you go to an interview, like, who are you? What can you bring to this company that maybe you you don't know how to answer? You have to sometimes sit down and ask yourself those questions. Who am I? Who am I really? What What defines me? Where do I belong? What's my identity? Aside my name and all other features on me, what else do I want to be known for? What else do I want people to, to say about me? So many times we base our identities based on what we do, our jobs, our dreams, and all, of, all sorts of things. What we do not know is that by doing all of this, by basing our identities on things that are not of God, we are limiting ourselves. We are limiting our capabilities. We are limiting what God has installed for us. You know, God has a very huge plan lead that forward. But then once you begin to or identify yourself in with other things, you begin to limit yourself. God wants us to find our identity in him. It's not easy, but it's necessary. It's needed. It is important. The Bible tells us that when we accept Jesus' sacrifices, Jesus' sacrifice, we are new creatures. We lose our identity in this world and become pure, blameless, and forgiven. And with this new identity, we become a part of his body. As a Christian and child of God, our identity should be in Christ and should be Christ. We should be able to stand out and stand for Christ at all times. We cannot keep doing the things of the world, conforming to its standards, and then you claim to be God's child. Then you claim to be a child of God. It's either we identify as children of God, that is the people who belong to the kingdom of light, that is the kingdom of heaven, that is heaven. Or we identify as the children of this world, that is which is darkness, and that is the kingdom of the devil. Identity is a very strong aspect in a person's life. Because once you identify as something, it slowly becomes, it slowly starts to become a part of you. It slowly becomes who you are. It starts to influence you without you even knowing. As Christians, we should be careful of what we identify as and what we allow people call us, what we allow people prophesy into our lives. The word of God says that the tongue is very powerful. In our world today, there are so many misleading things. Things that are controversial to your faith, to our faith. So many societies, names, and all sorts of things that people call themselves. Sometimes you go to new places, you want to try out this, you want to try out that. There's absolutely nothing wrong when it comes to trying out new things. But sometimes you need to ask questions. Especially when you want to try out people's culture because you don't know. You are new to it. So you have to ask questions so that you don't go and indulge yourself in practices that 
don't align with your faith. Practices that will weaken your faith or that will make you or cause you to sin. You have to ask questions. You have to be alert. Stay alert so you know what to indulge in and what not. Sometimes a lot of Christians suffer from identity crisis. This is a whole other topic on its own. But I'm just going to talk about it a little. These are this is like time when you begin to ask yourself questions like where do I belong? What really am I even doing? When you begin to ask yourself question the things that you're doing, you don't even know who you are anymore. When you when you just fall into things sometimes it could be that you already knew what you're doing but then at some point it's just like who do i even really identify with do i even really belong to this church am i really comfortable being here let me try this one then you begin to try different things you don't really know who you are when someone comes and you know talks to you about something you just um sway you are easily swayed into doing other things you lose focus but this is a time when you have to be grounded in the world that's why i always emphasize on studying the word of god reading your bible reading the scriptures it was given to us for a reason it helps us like i said before it helps us you know when you begin to struggle with life struggle have all these identity issues crises that's when you begin to, re- you have to go back. You have to go back to the word of God, the scriptures, and remind of your, remind yourself of what God says you are, of who, how God sees you. God wants us to find our identity in him. But to be able to understand your identity as a child of God, you need to understand how God sees you. Our true identity is based on how God sees us. In the Bible, God has showed us a lot of ways he has shown us and he tells us in every form how he views his people how he sees his children so now we'll be talking about um points on we're talking about how god sees us and you know bible verses related to it how how to how god sees us you know to help us and remember i'll leave the bible verses in, on our instagram page you know to remember and also i'll leave it below first off you are loved it is important that you know and you remind yourself that you are loved by god you're not a carbon copy of anyone god did not just make you to look like someone else he made you to look like him he made you intentional he was intentional when he was making you he didn't leave out any peace. He called everyone. I was like, let us make man in my own image and likeness. He sat down, he thought about it, and he said, let us make man in my own image and likeness. You are uniquely created by God. He created you with intention. Romans 8 verse 38 says, for I am certain that nothing can separate us from his love neither death nor life neither angels nor other heavenly rulers or powers neither the present nor the future neither the world 
above nor the world below. There is nothing in all creation that will ever be able to separate us from the love of God, which is ours through Christ Jesus our Lord. This verse just reminds us that God, what God says in our life, that there is nothing, there is nothing in this world that can separate us from the love of God, the love God has for us. Forget the, forget any other thing, but even if you feel like, oh, nobody loves you in this world, always remember, always have it at the back of your mind that God loves you and you are here for a reason. He didn't just put you here to just because he wants to play or whatever. He created you intentionally and put you here for a reason. So my dear beloved, you are loved. You are loved by God. Secondly, you are chosen. For God sent his only begotten son. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. So that everyone who believes in him may not die but have eternal life. John 3.16 You are chosen. God sent his own son to die in your place so that you can be included in his family. He didn't create you because of anything you've done. He chose to carry you, to bring you into this world. You are not a mistake. You are not unwanted. You are chosen. You know, in our world today, there are children that people tag and say that, oh, they are unwanted. Or then, and then they decide to abort them or they decide to discard them, that they don't, they don't want them, that kind of thing. They can't take care of them, all, of, all, those kind, all those sorts of things. But God is reminding you that you are chosen. You are wanted. He's not going to abandon you for anything. He will take care of you. The fact that he brought you into this world means that he's ready to take care of your entire needs. Everything you need. He has chosen to bring you here. You are wanted. You are here for a reason. First Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen race, the king's priests, the holy nation, God's own people, chosen to proclaim the wonderful acts of God, who called you out of darkness into his own marvelous light. He called you out of darkness. He brought you out of that place where you felt like there's no no other, there's no way you can ever get out of it. He brought you out of that place and brought you into light, into life with him. You are chosen. Don't let anyone or don't let the devil tell you otherwise. You are chosen, my dear. You are chosen. You are forgiven. It is important that we always we remind ourselves that we are forgiven in Christ. Because when you keep on holding guilt and holding it up, you, you begin to detach yourself. You begin to feel like, oh, God cannot forgive me because I have done this thing that is so big. There's nothing too big for God. First come to him. Go to him with that sin. Go to him with that thing that you're carrying that you feel like he won't forgive you. But he will. He is a loving father and he's a merciful God. All you have to do is trust him. All you have to do is just take away that pride. Take away that ego. 
and go to him. Tell him what it is. Seek his mercy. Seek his forgiveness. And he will forgive you. As Christians, always remember that you're forgiven. When you begin to harbor doubts or harbor um, all of those thoughts, the devil begins to manifest on them. He begins to work on them, dragging you farther away from Christ. But when you conquer those thoughts and go to your father, he has no room. He has no say. He won't be able to come and feed on your thoughts to, to mess with your mind. Remember that you're forgiven in Christ and God loves you. God will never abandon you. He's a merciful father. He's a merciful king. He's a merciful God. He will always forgive his children to go to him. But that does not mean that you should take his mercy for granted. But let's remember that you are forgiven. No matter what you do, just go to your father. You should also remember that you are redeemed. Christ's sacrifice has brought us back from the forces of sin. When God looks at you, he doesn't see you as a former sinner. He does not see you in the light of who you once were. He sees you as a redeemed and a new creation. I said before, the Bible tells us that we ask, when we accept Jesus Christ's sacrifice, we are new creatures. We lose our identity in this world. Sister, we are new creatures. God gives us a new name. God gives us a new identity. So you are redeemed. You are redeemed in Christ. God did not just die for us for nothing. There is a reason to why he died. That's to redeem us. That's to bring us back into the light of God. So my dear, don't, don't define yourself based on your past mistakes or, or your past life. God doesn't see that. The moment you choose him, every other thing is washed away. And don't let anybody, because the devil does it. He will be bringing out all the past things you've done, all your past mistakes, just to make you fall away from Christ. But then don't allow it. Know who you are. Once you know you, who you are, you won't be able to be stumbled upon. You won't be able to be persuaded or swayed into another light. Know your identity and know that your identity is in Christ for you are redeemed by him. Another one is you are adopted. God has adopted you into his family. You are a legitimate child of God. God sees you as a cherished child who bears his name. You know how earthly adoption is legally binding? Whereas um, um, parents who maybe by circumstance cannot give birth. Or maybe they have children, but they want like another adopted one. And even just adopting a child and deciding to pay for his fees without him, you know, living in your house, that kind of thing is legally binding. That's the same way heavenly adoption is. It's just as permanent and binding. You are God's child and he will never take that away from you. You are his child. You are adopted by him. So my dearly beloved, my friends in Christ, my fellow sisters and brothers in Christ, we've come to an end of today's episode. And I want us to always remember that we are loved, we are chosen, we are forgiven, we are redeemed, and we are adopted in Christ. God did not just put us here for because he decided that, oh, he wants to you know, play with 
toys like lego just you know kill with us he put us here for a reason he made us for a purpose we had to identify with him with his father so that at the end of our, our race in this life will end up in the kingdom which he has provided for us don't let your flesh overshadow what the spirit tells you you know it is good that you feed your flesh but also feed your spirit man feed your spirit as you're feeding your flesh with food also feed your spirit with the word of god so that you will not fall short of his kingdom know your identity it's very important as children of God, as Christians. My dad always tells us that it is important that we know who we are. We know where we stand. So that when people come with their own ideals, when people come with their own objectives, yes, you listen to them, but then you know where you belong. You know who you are. You don't just fall because somebody says this, you don't just go into what other people say. You don't go into traditions, into people's culture without you knowing what it is. Know where you stand. Know that you stand for Christ. Know that your identity is Christ. You belong to him. You call yourself um, children of God. You call yourself Christians. So as Christians, who is your identity? Who are you identified as? What do people say about you? find that out i'm reminding you i'm telling you today that your identity should be in christ and no other person so thank you all for listening thank you all for um being here i pray that god blesses our hearts i pray that god helps us in this journey in this race that we are in that will not be swayed easily by the powers of the devil that will not be swayed by the kingdom of darkness that we will not be swayed by our flesh. Instead, that we will know who we are and always remain in the presence of God, remain in the kingdom of God. We pray that God will open our eyes to who we really are, open our eyes, open our hearts to embrace him as our, as our Lord and personal Savior, as the only one we, can, we need, our source, our life. For without him, we are nothing. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. There's a song that I will recommend. I love listening to. It's by Lauren Diago. It's called You Say. I love the lyrics. I love everything about it. So I recommend that we listen to it. So thank you all for joining us today. And I pray that God will bless our hearts and open our minds at all times to embrace his word don't forget study your word and pray it's important that you continue praying it's important that you fast you know it's a way of um minimizing the desires of the flesh and also feed your spirit man with the word of god yeah don't forget if you have questions if you have um any additions, anything you want to say or you want to ask, don't forget to put it down in uh, in the question box or on our Instagram page. If you're not yet following, don't forget to tap in. We're at Graceful Truth Pod. 
on instagram so you can drop your questions there or even in our email yeah god bless you as you do so thank you so much and see you next week love you all bye